seconds to go. Jaron dribbles into the front court, drives to the bucket. His shot, no good. Put back up and in by Trayvon Scott. Cincinnati by one. Rose from half court. His shot is no good. The snap, the put down, the swing of the leg. It is on its way. It is good. Cincinnati wins the American Championship. Here comes Bosa. Here comes the quarterback, Burrow. Looking for a block, and he got it up in the front by Hopkins into the end zone. Touchdown! What a skipper! Called his own number and streaks for 23 for a touchdown for Cincinnati. Welcome back. So tonight, we have a special guest here on Pardon the Punctuation coming at us live all the way from L.A., Luke the Truth Null, a former Saturday Night Live member. He, he found out that was your, your shower time song, apparently. Oh man, that's my jam, dude. I love love the Doobie Bros. Gotta have Michael McDonald. <laughs> so you were you were fired from Saturday Night Live. That's how you wanted us to to introduce you here. So yeah, I like to start with honesty. <laughs> I, I gotta know what the story is there. Oh, they were just like, we have enough white guys, and you you, you we don't need you anymore. And I was like, okay. It was, it was very amicable. It was a very amicable uh, parting of ways. It was not a Shane Gillis. I had racist tweets or something. It was more like a, we we like you. We do not have room for you. And I was like, so they cool. they met the quota. Peace. Yeah. And, yep, they had and you, enough. It didn't fit. <laughs> pretty now, much. Pretty much. That, coming from Westchester, Ohio, you probably got to be a little used to that at this point, right? Uh, being fired. No, 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 no! Not being fired, but but being in the in the large quota of white people. Yes, yes. There's plenty of whites up there. That's where they actually. There's actually a white person factory up there in Westchester. <laughs> it's been since I, I, I didn't really know. Dude. <laughs> is that like? Is that like behind the barn? It's, it's in Keener no. Park. It's located in Keener Park. Yeah. Oh, it's next right. to the. That's, that's a Westchester joke. <laughs> uh, Keener Park. Um, yeah, so I gotta ask, what's the punctuation that you guys feel like you have to apologize for? Um, well, Ed, Ed can't actually he can't put English words together in a sentence right. correctly, so he can't spell and he can't actually formulate these sentences <laughs> to make any sense. So I'm constantly like in his tweets, like, dude, nope, that's that's not English. And I mean, that's at least his, his handle, though. At least he spells chins with a Z, and I honestly am all for that. <laughs> that's right. So that's, that's right. That's just where it kind of came from. Baby wine going. Ooh. Oh, look at that. Yeah, my um, my fiance. Thank you very much. She hasn't. I haven't gotten a ring back, but um, oh. she got her work gave her quote unquote hangover free wines, which I don't know what that means. How is that? Can't be That's real. Not possible. It's not possible. It I don't means believe that it. There's no alcohol in this. Or no sugar, <laughs> both of which would make it not wine. So it's just grape juice. There's no way that is real. Yeah, I, well, we're gonna we're gonna. I guess you can let us know tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I stopped yeah, at March first, and uh, I got an Astra Bomb Pop. 
Okay. Oh, that like that's a good one. I just there, I think with... bomb pop. I'm thinking like the the um, red, white, and blue rocket pop that you get. Exactly. From, uh, whatchamacallit? Yeah. Sweet. Yep. I've heard of that. I've heard of that. When I was in Cincinnati, I uh, was visiting my folks, and my brother was telling me that that beer existed, and I was like, that sounds wild. It's a seltzer, actually, but it's, yeah, it's fantastic. Oh, hey, he, he's, on, he's on a seltzer kick. I just he's on a seltzer the Braxton uh, garage beer because this is high-class Bud Light. That's what it is. Hey. Ain't nothing wrong with the Braxton Brewery, man. No. I'm going with the uh, Saunders Root Beer Stand uh, Root Beer Float IPA, which wow. is my last one, and I'm really sad about it, and it's delicious. I was going to say, it's impossible <laughs> to find this anywhere. I know. I took the last two at Jungle Gyms. I feel like oh, thanks, the same kind of thing happened when they made like the uh, Grater's Black Raspberry Chip, like pork stout or something that sold out everywhere we sold out yeah udf has like, one now i wonder if it's actually good you know what i mean like i would try it's it, not but, uh, it's not it's not we yeah, reviewed it i figured yeah. now when was the last time you had graders so good graders i did not get the last time i was home but probably pre-pandemic probably last time i visited pre-pandemic i think i might have picked up a, a pint they, they did just around they did just drop a new flavor. It's the black ras. It's limited time, like black raspberry cookies and cream. Cookies and cream. Yeah, you're on top of it. I, yeah, I follow Dan Horde. I follow Dan Horde on Twitter. He's, He's been on the show. Oh, dude, what what a gent. What he a is gent. a peach. They also now yes, make a Grater's black raspberry chip, um, lactose free, um, ice cream. Just. Dang. FYI, had it this week. wasn't bad. Twenty twenty one. God, I'm sure it's good. Yeah, it's pretty I mean, good. It's the it's the yummiest flavor there is. I feel like they used to call that sorbet. Oh, that's a good Maybe. point. Could have been a sorbet. I'd look it up. So you also dropped a music album. Where uh, stand you, up, stand up, yeah. It, but it, I, it is I, music. Lots of lots of playing of the of the guitar. Self taught. Self taught. You know really really plateaued at my guitar playing ability when i was probably like 17 and then just have been pretty much coasting from there but doing stand i do stand up with a guitar yeah i mean it got your fiance right hey she puts up with it for sure she certainly <laughs> is fine with it at best yeah it's fine <laughs> any any gems from the uh, from the album there that you wanted to to drop here oh i mean Check, go on there and check it out. It's all about my butt and wiener. If you guys are trying to hear more about that, um, you know, hit up good old .com, Check out my butt and wiener. <clears throat> Endless amounts of butt and wiener stuff. Um, but yeah, good, good, good old fashioned um, F jams, as I say, on, on the album. Um, some, some I wrote during my time at SNL, others from my time in. Um, it's hot off the press. It's it's not my internet for once. <laughs> we we may have we may have lost Luke from LA. We have lost the truth. Oh no! It's a good freeze picture though. That's a that's I mean it is yeah way better than any of mine from last week. Yeah, yours I will usually, say that yours usually like a you know what I mean something like that. I'm sure it'll pop back in here in a second. Oh no. 
I'm going to hit pause. On the well, <laughs> well, uh, he, I wonder if he, I mean, he's got to know that it froze up, so that's all right. It happens. Looks oh, like he might be. Oh, 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 yep. Oh, oh, it is. So that was Luke Knoll. It was a good interview. <laughs> it was a great interview. We, he, he really loved us, I think. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Oh, oh, oh. There we go. All right, you're back. It's in my back. I tried leaving an entry. That's usually a solid. Oh, no, that's never good. What? Where did I leave off? Did I freeze like this? Did you I did. We talked cool about it. Post? It was a. It was actually a good freeze picture. It was really yeah, good. like it. Your eyes weren't like only half open or anything like that. It was very like solid. Nice. But I think we lost you at Button Wiener. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's gone again. Oh no, not again. <laughs> Luke Knoll has spent more time on our oh. podcast than on SNL. I think he caught that. Is he back? Yes. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, in, in and out. I like I like to make I like come in, come in, drop a bomb and leave. <laughs> yeah. Open up a baby wine and dip the heck out. Yeah. It's that it's that it's that uh non-hangover wine. Exactly. That's what's doing. It's throwing me for a loop. Ruining the signal and everything. I know. I don't know what the deal is. So good old LA. Being being on Saturday Night Live. Um and you are wearing the new stripes. You did have a, a dope ass jacket if you wanted to show anybody on YouTube the, the back of that oh, jacket. Yeah, the back this of is the jackie is, is, is essential. Captain Bengal is gonna love this. Agreed. Look at that. That's it's a good find. It's a good '90s find. <clears throat> and you're rocking, rocking the T. Higgins new stripes. Had had to pick up my boy T. for the for the new uh, new look, and I'm into it. I'm into it. I like the fit. I hear it fits like a t-shirt. It fits like a t-shirt, which I think is good for um, when you purchase a, um, a shirt that's supposed to go on your body. That's a good point. Every time, uh, yeah. As opposed to like the the old jerseys though, where you kind of like just floated around in them. Yeah, kind of a moo moo situation in the old ones. Yeah, you guys floated around in your jerseys. It. Yes, Ed, we we did. Oh, okay. I must have bought the wrong jersey. I don't. <laughs> what 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 are y'all's jerseys? What are you guys rocking these days? Oh man, uh, I got that. Oh. I got that classic Tyler Eifert. You know. Nice, and I think I got a Maluga. The one, the one hit wonder himself, Tyler Eifert, man. Oh, the, what, the, what, a, what a one year! The one hit to the jaw, yeah. and you're done, Tyler Eifert. Yes. Ugh. R.I.P. I need to walk I down say, to the pro shop. Bring his ass back. Bring <laughs> him back. I mean, there was yeah, talk about it. There we, was talk about bringing him back. Just go get Tim Tebow instead. Okay, we could do that. Hey. Yeah, we should go out and tra- we should trade our first round pick for Tim Tebow next year. I'm, I'm not here for that. <laughs> Not, not at all. I'm no. interested to see how that all turns out, though, because oh, it's just a fucking media stunt. You know what I mean? They just want people to, um, you know. That's a great thing about the NFL, though, is like they can bring somebody in in the in the in the preseason, off season, bring them in. Be like, look who's on our team for a while, and then they're like, hey, see you later. And you get like, you know, there's your doggy bag on the way out the door. Pick it up. See you later. You yeah, mean the doing that right now with Thaddeus Moss? That's what we're doing. So well, it's and not gonna uh, work, but 
Wasn't Tebow's last job the exact same thing with the Mets? Yeah, I was going to say, that's exactly what they did for all the spring training. But you know what? He hung he hung around in their minor leagues for a while, you know? Because he, he sold more tickets for their double-A team than they'd ever sold, even well, during a pandemic. Hey, sometimes you got to do what you got to do to make ends meet, you know? Hey, that's fair. It's Tebow time. Wild. Yeah. So you call yourself a sports fan. So what kind of early memories do you have of some of the, the teams around town? As obviously, you know, you do have a love for the Bengals, as we can see. I know we were talking even before we started recording a little bit about the Reds. So what are some of your early memories that you have here around town with some of these sports teams? Yeah, man. I mean, grew up, you know, in Cincinnati, in the Cincinnati tri- tri-state area. So grew up Bengals-Reds. Uh, was excited about FCC, obviously, until they just the wheels have totally they they've really embraced being a Cincinnati pro sports team. They really they really took it to heart. They got they must have gotten an email from the Castellanis and Mike Brown to be like, hey, we don't we kind of the kind of thing we like to do around here is just never give anyone any reason to ever pay attention and just take their money. And so uh, FCC is like, we hear you loud and clear. We will be record-settingly bad and borderline unwatchable for the, uh, as soon as we become an, a professional soccer team. So uh, I'm all aboard that. I'll say, like, I, you know, I'm in L.A. No one cares about sports out here. There's other things that people do for fun, and it's a great luxury to not have to care. You know what I mean? Like, from Cincinnati, it always bummed me out that I'm like, it's like one of the most fun things you can do in Cincinnati is go watch one of our teams that'll just hurt you. That's just the only reason they exist is to create bad negative memories of you getting really drunk and embarrassing yourself in front of your loved ones because you uh, they allowed you to have hope, which I think is some of my earlier memories as a kid. It's just like <laughs> it's not as sad as a Cle- as a Browns like during I'm 30 during like my teen years and things when I was really starting to hardcore be into it. It's the, the Bengals are almost more abusive because they give you some reason to believe they might be good. Whereas they were, it's, it's not like the Browns were just like 20 years of losing every single year, top 10 pick every year. It's like, no, 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 we're going to get to the playoffs so that we can hurt you more. Uh, and it, you know what I mean? Recently we, we've become the new Browns, but, um, yeah, it's it's just a lot of a uh, lot of negative memories, and I and I and I love it. Love them all for it. Love the Reds just being terrible and useless and getting no hit in the playoffs. And that, that's another year. It's like, man, this is gonna be a great year and biggest embarrassment possible. Cool, awesome, no problem. <laughs> I'll be back next time. Uh, last year, COVID season, it's like awesome. We go on a storybook run to sneak into the expanded playoffs during a shortened season. Let's go. I'm excited for it. And set a record to not score a single run in the play in, in a playoff series. Cool, cool, cool. Thank you so much. Love it. Cy Young Award winner. That's something to cheer for. And let him <laughs> l- walk out the door and don't replace him with anyone. Literally don't go get anyone to give fans any reason to be excited. I'm a I'm I'm a realistic Cincinnati fan and I will support them. And I also dislike them very strongly uh, <laughs> for what they've done to me and what they've made me become. <laughs> So your cynicism clearly comes from Cincinnati sports. <laughs> it's 
Cheers. It's just so deep seated. It's just I've I've been proven right every time, and so now I'm just like a, an abused animal in the corner. Just a, like anytime someone tries to pet me, I think they're trying to hurt me. That's how I am with the Bengals and Reds uh, at this point. Where it's like even when it's fun and like like yesterday, like the, if anyone watched the Reds games yesterday, it was like a fourteen, 14 to one. one. Just it was like super mega baseball out there. Like it was just a arcade game. We're just teeing off on a high school team. And then of course I haven't checked what the final score is, but I'm sure we lost today. Yeah. Seven oh, to yeah. two, seven to two in the top of the ninth. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Sounds about right. Uh, yeah, of course it's just it, it, anything that's good is equal with something uh, equally embarrassing. You know what I mean? That such is the life of a, of a, you know, since sports fan, I mean, every reaction, nice thing. yeah, every reaction gets an equal and opposite reaction, right? Now, do you get into uh, any of the Cincinnati like college stuff? Cincinnati college I teams. I, I went to OU, so OU, oh yeah. yeah, baby. We we went dancing this year. We got a win. We got a you know, the last three times we made it into the dance, we've got at least one win every time. So, oh, the OU Bobcats maxion. Anytime the Bobcats sneak into the into the dance, put money on them like I did. I was loving. I was eating it up. Because they they always win one. They always win one game at least. You know, now, they won twice when I was there. When I with was you there. having <laughs> with you having lived in Athens, were you a little bit extra excited that Joe Burrow was drafted by the Cincinnati Bengals? Absolutely, I love Joe Burrow so much already. Just like the fact that he's an Athens kid, I love it, dude. I love it. I like. I think he can kind of be our LeBron. I hope he's. I hope he's Cincinnati's LeBron. Speaking of like, takes us and just like. In in spite of all odds, just takes a dead animal across the finish line just once. We only need one. We only need one. Now, does that mean he has to leave and win more times somewhere else in order to come back and win that one? Whatever it takes. <laughs> Whatever it takes. I, you know, we 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 are. He's one year in, and we are already doing our very best to ruin his life. We are doing everything we can to hurt him and destroy his career, and we love him, and we he's our he's our shiny toy, and we love the guy, and he's the best, and yeah, we're we're, we're it's you know just look at look at the last fifty years, it's gonna be bad. We're gonna hurt him. He's gonna get he's gonna come back in. You know what I mean? Like it's just nothing good can happen. We're it's Bengals. It's being a Bengals fan. There's no but. What if we win? What if we win? <laughs> Honestly. Like I'm, I'm my measure for success is like if Joe Burrow gives us one single playoff win, that's all I like. I'm 30, man. I haven't seen one playoff win, not one. I'm 30. I've never seen the Reds win a a, a playoff series. They won in what 94 or something. Not 90. It, 90. Yeah. Not, they, well, that's when they got the, the series. Series yeah. in 90, yeah. but I, they won a playoff series oh, yeah. in 94. But I'm saying. They have not done anything in my entire life. And it's just, you know, like I think my best Cincinnati sports memory is probably Todd Frazier winning the home run derby. <laughs> I, I think that's, that's all I think that's like, And it doesn't matter. It's not a real, it doesn't, it, there's no. no tangible reward for it, but it is a great Cincinnati sports memory. But I was there for that. And I like I post that video, the video from the the top of the stadium where I was sitting He's gonna tweet every year around the All Star game, and then Todd Frazier either likes it or retweets it, and I'm like, map check mark, I finish that. 
like my that, wife and I, I went. Legitimately, and it was I think is my favorite Reds memory of my entire life. I think that's like the the happiest I ever have been as a Reds fan. Is is literally <laughs> that moment in the middle of a of a terrible season. Todd Frazier, yep. against all odds, wins the, the home run derby. <laughs> we should bring him back. You, you got to take always... a little rays of sunshine. Yeah, I think know? we should bring him back. He got he just got released by uh, the Pirates, uh, and I think all he's doing right now is just fat shaming people on the internet. So we should we he should be free and available. Hey, let's get that fat shamer in here. <laughs> I'm for it. I'm here for it. I, I have can he, can he pitch in relief while Amir Garrett sits uh, on a five game suspension for no reason? Oh, come on, that's my uh, so, oh, man. so what what are your thoughts on, on what baseball's doing this season between the Nick Castellanos suspension and now the Amir Garrett suspension where Baez is the one who hopped the out of the dugout inciting mm-hmm. the actual benches clearing incident. Yep, uh, yep. He's not in trouble though. He plays in Chicago. You can't get in trouble if you if you play for a Chicago. So I guess we, we'll say the same thing for Yachty and, and St. Louis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, no. It's it, it fe- it's hard for it to not feel like a specific fuck you to Cincinnati. It's, yes! You know what I mean? Like, it really does. It's hard. Like, did you just see that MLB slam the door on um, Alex Blandino uh, yeah. Yeah, doing what? a standoff for the... They're like, never again. We don't want to... They, they're oh my, It's like, dude... You people people clown on the NFL for being the no fun league, but the MLB is the absolute reigning champ of making sure that their product is not fun. Too much patriotism. We're we're not behind all of your patriotism. Five yeah, minutes. Exactly. You you run world patriotism. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, it seems like a team is having fun. Do we want to punish them? Cut them off. We need to punish. Cut, now, cut now it if off. it had been the Dodgers and the Padres doing that. They would, they would have like blasted it all over ESPN and it would have been like the greatest thing ever. But because the Reds were involved, they're like, nah. look yeah. how great these guys are over here. Yeah, yeah they're great. The Tatis Reds, is pretty awesome. rad, though. I love Tatis. Uh, yeah. Well, I, would, I mean, I was I, at I'll, the. I went to one of the games um, where the Reds out here playing the Dodgers uh, last week. Was it two weeks ago? Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. Got got to witness a Jeff Hoffman. Six to five victory, and honestly, it, it was great. If you ever get a chance to catch a uh, a game in Dodger Stadium, it's it's honestly the best um, stadium to be an away fan in because the um, Dodger fans don't they're very non aggressive and they're not like <clears throat> they don't really care. So it's like they're they're just there for their Dodger dogs and the you know not anymore. Dance to they, the walk. They, they don't show up until like what like the fifth or sixth inning anyway out there. <laughs> they re- they really you know they really don't care. They're not they're not as diehard. Like you don't have to be careful. Like like I used to live two blocks away from Wrigley Field for years. I was there when they won it all in 2016. Um, that's where I yeah came up doing comedy stuff in Chicago and. You go to a Cubs game, you gotta, you do have to kind of watch out because there can be some very drunk and aggressive Cubs fans, which I honestly respect. I do respect, like somebody being really fired up about their team. Obviously, if they're being like too over the line, not cool. But there is a certain amount of like um, drunken ribbing that I expect as a away fan. And um, the, the Dodgers are very, they're very respectful. That there was no one jawed at me the whole time and. It was um, it was pleasant. It was a very pleasant Dodger loss. 
<laughs> Unreal. So you said you got so, a Dodger dog, and I think Clay would be mad at us if we didn't ask him this question. But what do you put on your hot dog at a at a ball game? Um, <clears throat> I mean, if I'm going, like, if you're if you're in Chicago, you can't put can't put ketchup on your dog. Capiche? If you're doing, a, if you're in Chicago, you got to have the inedible sport pepper stems on your dog. You got to have full slices of tomatoes lazily thrown on. You got to have unrealistically green relish on there that makes you question like if there's like cleaning chemicals in it. Uh, you got to have the celery salt because if there's a vegetable that you need to harness the flavor of to give your dog a little pep in its step, it's the celery salt, baby. And then uh, a little bit, a little, little, little whiff of mustard on there, and that's a Chicago dog. And a, Oh, not to mention a full pickle spear. Don't cut it up. Pickle Don't spear, make yeah. that, you know what I mean? Yeah. You want the entire full pickle spear going down the length of the dog. And I'll tell you what, it, it sounds like I'm hating on it, but uh, Chicago dogs, I do. I'm, I'm all about that. It's no, it's no Coney, though. It's not a Coney dog. But the Dodger dog feels like the, the biggest um, ruse in all of the, you know, it's just, it, clearly they ran out of big buns. Do you guys know what the Dodger dog is? No. Are you familiar with it? So the Dodger dog is like that. It's their big thing that they serve at Dodger Stadium. And it's a really long hot dog that sticks out like two inches on either side of the of the bun. So it's just like a cartoonishly long hot dog. Nothing, you know, very standard hot dog that's just in a, a normal size bun. And that's what makes it a Dodger dog. But it feels like they just ran out of big buns and they're like, this will be our thing. Just big hot dogs with normal buns. <laughs> Don't tell anyone that we ran out of the big buns. And this is, but yeah, I'm, I mean, anything I can load it up with. Give, give me ketchup, mustard, relish, any any packets you got to give. I'm I'm here for it. You know, load it up. So is that how they're doing it now at the stadiums? Is f- when you when you've been is there everything's in a packet as opposed to like just going right. to right station? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, they they and they give you just like a handful of packets, but. You know, it still felt good just to be back, even with a reduced capacity. It still was just like, oh, man, it's nice just to go to a game again. Fair yeah. enough. And you got to see a Jeff Hoffman win. Got to see a rare Jeff Hoffman win, baby. <laughs> Did you ever Tonight, in your life think you would see a Jeff Hoffman win? I hoped I did. wouldn't have to see Jeff Hoffman at all. But we're we're here. He's a starting pitcher for us, which is very cool. It's what you want. You know, you want to replace Trevor Bauer with Jeff Hoffman. That's he did kind just, of a one to one. He did just lose to the to the Pirates here. So, you know, congrats uh-huh. tonight, Jeff Hoffman. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Pretty good stuff. Two. Hey, it's 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 the Reds, you know. We're at the end of the day, we are probably gonna be an at best five hundred team. And I'm here for the distraction, you know, because there's so many years where we were just like out of it by April, like those three and 18 starts, you know, oh. under, you know, like th- those years are just like you can't even convince yourself to watch because you're just so far out of it that it's not even fun. Whereas like if you're flirting around 500, you could still lie to yourself and do the mental math. Like if we went on a run and got really hot in August Cause you know what I mean? Like last year cool. was so fun. You know, we were hot at the end and you know. Oakland does it every year. Why can't we ever do it one year? 
We did do it one year last year. We did do it one year last year, and I think are they keeping the seven team or the eight? The yes. expanded. Playoff? They did keep the expanded. That's like the only thing. You know, DH was was great for the game. They decided to get rid of that because Gone. no reason. Fun. Too much fun. Can't have it be fun. Cannot have it be fun. Because everybody be likes fun. to see a pitcher stand up there and take three strikes and uh, head back over to the dugout to get warm up for the next. Honestly, inning. though, there is something like romantic and fun about a pitcher hit like when you see like Luis Castillo had like that little this year had like a little dribbler double yeah. and I was just like this is magical though when you see a pitcher <laughs> get a hit you're just like oh it's so stupid but it hurts when when you give up a pitcher hit you're like fuck like who what was the series we just played we just gave up like a pitcher hit off us three times and he'd never hit it was the White Sox yeah the White Sox pitcher destroyed us like almost hit a home run off of us and it's like oh god and they never batted all anyway because they have the dh which is ridiculous i know it made it much worse it made it much sadder we gave him his first career hit his second career hit and his third career hit all in the same game nothing like a three ball game for the pitcher to go home with and just put them all up on the mantle he's got the same amount of three hit games this year as eugenio suarez so Oh, Henny, Henny, my boy Henny is. I'm trying to believe, but he's making it hard, dude. I'm trying to not give up on him because it is a long season. But it's like, you, dude, you got to give us something. You gotta. It, there, he's uh, it's ugly at bats too. You know, yeah. they, they aren't they aren't like he's going down. You know, he's get, he's working the count. It's like no, no, no. He's it's bad. It's bad. it's looking really bad. Now, are you here for bat flips and all of that? Even oh, yeah. though the MLB is not here for it. Yeah, absolutely. We're bat flipping sons of guns or whatever the Amir <laughs> Garrett said. I'm all about it. That's probably why we're getting all the fines is because we're just out here fun. just having too much fun. Not yeah. allowed to have fun. <laughs> Did you see there was a uh, there was a tweet that kind of went semi-viral of like, a, I don't know if it's a semi-pro team or like a college it. team or something. Kid, kid blasts a home run, turns around and like tomahawks his back back <laughs> towards the the dugout and he's like you know giving it the hulk hogan and then around the bases and he he jumps up in the air slams his foot on the on home plate everybody falls over like a touchdown celebration it was great and then he so got ejected I yeah <laughs> I, was I, mean, say, just... I, I thought that was going to end with like he jumped up on the base and oh. tore his meniscus like, oh. i thought it was going to end in he wasn't in cincinnati it's fine <laughs> right yeah no, if it was if it had been the, uh, somebody from here, it would have been like a career-ending in- injury. I think our only hope is my my only hope, at least at the start of the season for the Reds, was like <clears throat> maybe just maybe the Central will kind of be crappy and we'll be able to, you know, if you it, the winner will have like ninety wins or something. Where it's like, no, the Cardinals and Brewers are good. They're <laughs> as always are are they're gonna be good. Well, I mean, they get to play us and the Cubs and the Pirates a thousand times. So it's like, okay, yeah. And the and the Cardinals stole Nolan Arenado. They gave. It's almost the, like they're trying to win games. It's almost <laughs> like their front office is like, we we should try to pay a person to come here and play for our team that's good. Uh, and we're like, we should let people leave. It's ridiculous. Now I know we talked a little bit about the Bengals already. Were you Team Chase or Team Sewell? I, I feel like I know which way you're leaning here, but were you were you Team Chase or Team Sewell? <clears throat> so, I man, I I was what I really was 
was either one of them would be absolutely great. I was like, I think if we grab either one of those guys, I will be through the roof. I thought that one of them would be gone by the time it got to us and that the decision was going to be a lot simpler and that the Bengals civil war would, would be for not like Kyle Pitts going number four, I thought was a a bit of a surprise. I thought, I thought maybe they would snag a chase would snag, you know, a future Julio type guy, but I'm all about it. I love, I love the chase grab. And I, I just, you know, obviously all of Twitter was just clowning on the Bengals for getting him. And it's like, you know, Joe Burrow's going to die. It's like, he was going to die with Penny Sewell too. You know what I mean? There's five guys on the line. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, man. I just feel like with Chase, you, we've seen him work with Joe Burrow and like, there's so much reason to be excited about it. And at the same time, it's like, Panay Sewell, everyone says he's a dog. Everyone says he's this generational dude, but it's like he played at Oregon, man. Like, and he played what two years of college and sat. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Don't like. Don't get me wrong. He's probably gonna be a monster. He's probably gonna be a you know. In Detroit. I, I mean, exactly. But it's like, <laughs> people say that about the Bengals too. I just figured. I don't know, man. I, I figured if this, if this. You know, Jackson Carmen is even okay. If he comes in and doesn't look totally terrible, I think it's a good move. I think it was the right move. And you know he's from Fairfield. I did. I did. And I, I mean, I love it. I, I'm, I'm rooting for the guy. I hope he does well. And the thing that I, I feel like everybody was shitting on him because he's a tackle. You know, he was listed as a tackle and everyone's right. like, he sucks. His arms are too short. It's like, we don't need a tackle. You, we, mm-hmm. we're, we're set this need year. We needed. If you go watch the game where Joe Burrow got hurt, guess what? Mm-hmm. It wasn't Bobby Hart that got him hurt. It was Michael Jordan. The interior. It was Michael Jordan that got him hurt. It's it, it's it's our guys in the middle. You know what I mean? Like it's, and so it's like we don't need this kid to be a good tackle because we don't need a tackle right now. We need a guard. We need a an okay guard. And if he's an okay guard, it'll be a huge upgrade. But how'd you feel about them taking a kicker with the fifth round pick? Let's go. I mean, um, here's the thing, though. If this kid comes in and, and you know, if, if this kid ends up being the like a next, you know, A-tier kicker, then everyone will be like, yeah, of course. Why Fifth pick? What a steal. If he ends up being not even fat average. Randy. <laughs> yeah. Hey. If he ends up being fat, the thicker kicker, nice. you know. <laughs> um, yeah. Here's the thing. I'm not even hating him. Like, obviously, Randy Randy gets dogged on a lot, but I'm like, Randy wasn't that bad. He gave up. He's super unclutch, which is the worst um, worst characteristic you can have as a kicker. But he wasn't like the end of Nuge's career where it was like, dude, you're missing every extra point. Like, I remember yeah. going to see... Um, a game it was it was like 2018 or i don't remember the last year we had new 2017 2017 and it was a game against buffalo and mike nugent missed two extra points and a field goal and i think we lost by four points or something it was like dude like he missed just like a chip shot field goal you know what i mean it was just like oh man like randy was only really had that one the, the season opener last year where he was like Real bad, but like <laughs> where he tore was just, where he hurt both of his hammies I mean, at the same time. That. He faked. I would have faked it too if I would <laughs> hard. I would have faked it. I would have been like, I'm hurt. 
it's the reason I'm bad is I'm hurt, you know? We've all been there. It's fine. <laughs> kicker we, kicker we injuries are always like, are always, always suspect because no kicker like drills a game winning field goal and then falls over like, oh, I pulled a hammy. It's always like a shank and they're like, oh, my ankle. You're like, totally right. Bad. You're totally right. I'm, yeah, I'm, it's never, I'm actually it's never nailing a 50 yarder and it's like, man, it just took too much leg out of me. It's like, no, no, no. You're, it's a shame. You're, you're so, like soccer flopping. Does no one remember the Martin Gramatica celebration where he was done for the rest of the season, though? Uh, that's true. No. But that was no. Yeah. You that might have been that was a young crash. boy. I, mean, I know who that is, but I don't. I don't know. I don't remember the particular. Celebration. He was he was celebrating and and he like he tore his. He, I think he ACL. tore his ACL. Yeah. The same thing happened with that dude in Detroit who was celebrating a sack. It was like <laughs> maybe 2012. He was like he, he got a sack and did like. Did like the almost like the Rogers belt type move and tore his ACL just jumping. But this can double check. <laughs> That's terrible. Now you've yeah. mentioned you've mentioned FCC, so clearly you follow the the soccer club, which I don't know that any of us really truly follow the soccer club. So you may have a leg up here on, no on all of us. <laughs> <laughs> now I, I do want to get your thoughts on on the stadium though, and and what it is that they did. Because I'm sure you watched the light show that they they put online, and I, I, obviously I don't. None of us have seen it yet because I don't even know that it's officially open quite yet. But There's, their season opener is this weekend. Okay, it's, it's weekend. on Sunday. Yeah, they had an open house two weeks ago. The home opener. The home opener. Right, right, right. I know they've had like they the, the walkthroughs where fans could go and, and get the tour and everything. And I, I talked to somebody at work and they were like, there's no way in hell this is going to be open in two weeks at ready to go. <laughs> like, this is not looking good. We probably should have had hard hats on going through this, this little walkthrough. And I'm like, Jesus. And it's probably very similar to the state of the franchise right now. <laughs> it's like, we weren't ready. We weren't ready for this. We weren't Pretty on the outside, that. but that's, that's it. I mean, like, I mean, going into this year, they there was like talk that they were like signed. Like, I don't follow soccer like close enough to really know enough about it. But they were like talking about all these guys they were going out and getting. Like the one guy that goes by one name, which I always associate in soccer with somebody that's good. That it yeah. just hasn't panned out. I guess. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's the you got to at least like that they're trying to go get different shitty players to be bad to be the worst it's like you know what i mean it's very much there's they're a cincinnati franchise through and through so it's like uh i don't care about soccer at all you know i did grew i grew up not really that wasn't that's something i was on my radar at all but my brother got and my brother and my cousin both had season tickets when they were in nippert and i went to a handful of those games when i would come back home and visit and they were so fun you Were you a Bailey I mean? guy, like, like sitting in the Bailey? My my cousin was in the Bailey. She like ate it up, like she's an animal. But my brother, you know, had season tickets. I ended up getting my brother season tickets the following year. Like when they were in the USL and they were like selling out, and there was all this buzz. It was pretty fun, man. Like it's fun being like a big fish in a small pond. And then like when they got the MLS bid, I was really excited and. You know, was just excited to have another t Cincy team to root for. You know, and I just if I was like, if there's anything to go off of, they they really were trying to trying to win. You know, in the USL, and they you know it, it seemed like the ownership like wants to have a winning team in the city, which could be fun. But it's like nah, nah, nah. The first year they're in the MLS, 
they allow the most goals ever to be scored in MLS history. So they're the worst team. They're record-settingly pathetic. The following year, last year, they set the record for the least amount of goals scored. So they went from worst defense of all time to the following year, the worst offense of all time. That's those are the first two years in the league. Well, so this is this is year three, and now they've pretty much burned out all of the goodwill of people being like, "We just need to not be the worst, and we <laughs> just not be last place." And what the what the players are telling them is, "No, we are going to be the worst again. We want to we want to be the wooden spoon yet again." So, but to your, to your point, that's very on brand for Cincinnati, right? They're gonna fit right in. They're they're really doing a good job. <laughs> That stadium yeah, when the lights up. aren't on, it looks like a prison. Hey, you know what? Look, like the Paul rest Brown. of um, the, Paul Brown is a prison. That's you true. know what I mean? It's, it's you know anyone who gets. I, I feel bad. Like I love the Bengals; they're my favorite. I, I'll, I'll root till them till I die. Uh, or you know, I'm like part of me thinks that we're just straight up cursed. Something <laughs> about it is like until they like forcibly remove the Bengals and like move us to Oakland or something or like whatever. If, the, if we become the whatever else Bengals, I'll, I'm following them. I don't care. I'm just like, maybe that'll reset the juju, but clearly this family running the team doesn't, they don't care. They don't care. They're never going to win, but who knows? Maybe Joe Burrow. Maybe Joe now, Burrow. now you live in LA where they actually have several good soccer teams. Sure. But, and oh, not yeah. not not just one, but two good soccer teams. So are you are you going are you going to be venturing to those stadiums to to watch the the Cincinnati Football Club play? Oh, oh I I have been full kit. That. Full kit. I've been. I was kid. I, I had all my gear on. Had all my stuff on. My buddy, who's a big uh, LAFC fan, um, Will Farrell owns the team. Uh, he was like, hey, man, I got some tickets, but I'm not going to the game. Would you want to go? They're playing FCC. And I said, absolutely. Give me them tickies. I see the tickets. They say row one, seat one, and two. And I went, life is good. We're about to have the best seats in the house. From Will? There. No, uh, no not from Will. I wish. Well, I not mean, you, buddy. in all fairness. I, with this, Will. I, I was going to say, with, Will, with the Saturday Night Live connection, I didn't know. I should have just called him on his Nokia phone, man. Should have called him on his phone. <laughs> Nokia fifty one sixty five. Yeah, yeah. Hit hit me with some free tickies, baby. But I go there with my fiance. You know, she doesn't give a crap. She does, could care less. And I arrive and I see that our seats are in their hooligan section. Right? Oh no, that's not good. And I'm like, oh no. Like I'm like hit in my stomach, and I'm like. I, I walk into the belly of the beast, man. Like I go in and we start walking down. We start descending. I'm wearing the FCC colors. These two dudes stop me and they're like, no, what the fuck are you guys doing here? And I was like, oh yeah, our seats are, we're down there. He goes, yeah, no, you, you see back there in the corner. That's where you guys are sitting. And they're like where the away fans are. And I was like, uh, Okay. And he's like, I'm just telling you this because I'm trying to be nice to you guys. Because if you keep going down there, people will fuck you up. Like people will. Fuck you. <laughs> so those and aren't like, your normal right. LA fans, like LA <laughs> Dodger fans. Dude, they're animals. The animals. <laughs> the, the supporter section is animals. So, and they were like the best team in the league last year too. So I was like, 
as we're leaving, though, people are putting hands on us. People are pushing us up the stairs. Caitlin, my fiance, she's like, I will never go be an away fan with you ever again. Like, I'll never. <laughs> and the thing is, she's she's 100% justified in, in saying that. Like, <laughs> it was a bad situation. And it was my fault. 100%. And that was oh. their first year. And, of course, we just got demolished. We just got wrecked. But I'll support them because I, I root for losers. It's kind of my favorite thing to do. Unbelievable. I, 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 can't, I can't even imagine what that experience is like. Like you go to a, a Reds Dodgers game and people are like, hey, man, you want to come sit over here? Like have, have a beer with it, us? It, you go to that and they're like. It, it really is so different. Re- they were really so friendly and everyone <laughs> in the Dodgers really like it was very fun. LAFC will kill you. They'll kill you. Yeah. Like, they're like Raiders fans. Dude, they were like Ra- it was like Raiders. I almost went to the Jeff Drisk or no, the Ryan Finley led Bengals game in <laughs> Oakland. A friend of mine was like, I have tickets, do you want to go? And I and I asked Caitlin, I'm like, would you want to go? And this was right after. <laughs> She's like, you want to go to the Raiders? No. I'm not going. I'm not. She's like, are you gonna wear your Bengals stuff? I'm like, yeah. She's like, I'm not going. I'm we're not going to that. I'm like, I, you know, I hear you. I do. What What's even funnier is like the Rams were in the Super Bowl a couple years ago, and you would never know. Like the city doesn't care at all. They don't care at all, and it's hilarious because I'm like, Cincinnati would if we were in a Super Bowl, it doesn't matter. It would like the city would be on fire. You know what I mean? Like people would be so pumped up about it, and it's like, don't get me wrong. They I think they. LA really likes the Lakers. You know what I mean? You could argue the Clippers, but like, obviously like Kobe RIP. Um, you saw Kobe stuff all over the place. You see like they're, they are into the Lakers, even like the Dodgers winning it all last year. You definitely saw a lot of Dodgers stuff, but not as much as you sh- should have, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like not enough to be like, Oh my, they won the world series. Like, come on. It's supposed to go crazy. Do they do they do anything for opening day there for the Dodgers or just like another day in LA? Like, eh. I don't care. I mean, don't you've care. been here for opening day, right? Like, oh my god, yeah. where it's it's, it's insane. It's but, because it's all we have to do. People <laughs> here are like, it's beautiful outside all of the time. We are there's parks everywhere, the beach. Like it's you know there's just uh, it's just marijuana's legal. We have a river. Marijuana is Bud Light here. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I'm like, I love the Midwest. Like, I loved obviously growing up in Cincinnati, but you know, came up my adult years in Chicago, and I'm like, the Midwest is great because it's built to drink in. It's designed to get drunk in. Whereas that's not the case out here. It's like you you kind of have to work for it a little more. Where it's like. Chicago, it's like we built all the bars next to next to the L just to make sure that you can just drink nonstop and then get off and walk ten feet and continue drinking. Or it's like, I respect that. I'm into that. So you said you were in Chicago whenever they won the uh, the World Series. Was that was that more like what you would imagine Cincinnati would be like if we were to win say, a playoff game? No, I don't know, just just make <clears throat> no. The it World was Series? it was more like I'll tell you what, man. Like I was in Chicago for two Stanley cup wins. And that was pretty bananas. You know, I was in Wrigleyville for when they won that too. And it was an explosion and fireworks and people on hanging from the, 
you know, street lights and shit. But like the Cubs winning the World Series, a hundred and eight year drought. I'll never see anything like that again. Like it was a human avalanche, dude. It was like, <clears throat> like I'd like to think that the Reds fans would go that crazy, but there's no way, dude. There's no like they. It was the most like organically pandemonium celebration of, uh, you know what I mean? Like I'm like standing on my back porch, like keeping people from having sex in my breezeway. You know what I mean? Like I'm like trying to be like, like it, I'm saying there was like a human river dude. Like, and it was just in, you know what I mean? I don't like the Cubs, but I was like, I got to be happy for the Cubs tonight. You know what I mean? I was like this. So it was Bonnaroo here. outside. I'll say we have to keep people from having it, sex on the Ferris wheel. Exactly. It's a very much a Ferris wheel uh, sex prevention situation. Uh, I'd like to think that I think I do think if the the Reds won, it would be obviously a huge deal and people would lose their minds. But like, yeah, 108 year drought is it's different. And then I remember just like I've been in enough cities now to see other cities responses to championships i've seen the lakers win i've seen the dodgers win i've seen the cubs win i've seen the blackhawks win i've seen i was doing stand-up in dc when the nationals won it all i was there during you need to come back you're the one who breaks the curse yeah (laughs) back here here's the thing every time i flip them on that's when they start losing man i have to follow my phones (laughs) (laughs) as soon as i tune in i'm like and we gave up a three-round jack no, I, I don't know. I guess maybe it is, man. I guess maybe I'm I but I'll tell you what, I've seen enough other cities be happy that it's almost made my like it's made me kind of double down on my Cincy fandom. I'm like, there will be a day someday where we will have our Cleveland, you know, eating horse crap type moment. Like I hope I hope that I'm alive to see something good happened but will you be back data has led me no the answer is no we won't but will you be back to cincinnati when it happens oh i've told to i've told caitlin this i'm like if the Bengals make it to the super bowl i'm taking out a, like a loan i'm going to the super bowl i'm not you know what i mean like i'm not missing it i i want to go i'll go watch us lose i don't care i'm not i'm, I'm gonna be there you know, yeah. so I do want to yeah. talk to you more about what it is that you're doing now in L.A. Because uh, obviously you spent the one season on Saturday Night Live and then they met the quota and, and sure. they pushed you out. So, <laughs> you know, here, here we are. So what is that. it that you are currently doing out in L.A.? So, you know, doing lots and lots of stand up. Obviously, COVID um, was really cool to be a live performer. Uh, you know, auditions and stuff are coming back. I'm auditioning for TV and all that good stuff. So, um, you know, trying to throw my hat in that ring again. But definitely the, the main thing I've been doing is mostly stand-up stuff. Uh, and touring around, obviously, is like just starting to come up again. So, uh, it, you know, I'm I'm hoping that you know, that the country gets more cool and that they do open up more venues and stuff. And then I can hit the road again soon. I'm in uh, Austin at the end of the month. That'll be my first like club gig back. Um, so yeah, that's on my 
website too. But yeah, it, it'll be good to, to just kind of get back on the road and be performing stand up again. You know, because man, oh man, it's definitely going to be the last thing to fully come back. Because who to think that jamming as many people as you can into a dark basement is not conducive to a global pandemic. You know what I mean? it's like, <laughs> it makes sense that, yeah. And then like these outdoor shows that are happening now, it's like, I've done a million of them. I've done a lot of zoom comedy shows, but it's like, it's not the same guys. We're doing our best, but it's just, it doesn't, it's the special sauce is not here. You know, what makes this worth doing is not, you gotta be there. You gotta be, you know, <clears throat> eating chicken wings in a terrible place in Lincoln, Nebraska to enjoy you know, now it's Catan. A buddy of mine does stand up out in LA, actually, <laughs> and I don't. I, I assume that everybody knows everybody out there, which is probably not the case at all. But uh, his name's Justin Wood, so I don't know if you've heard of him or met him guy. or anything. But I don't. I've heard of that name, but I've never met Justin Wood. He's he's uh, from Columbus. Yeah, there is a million. He's from Columbus, gotcha. huge Bengals fan. So I don't know if you wanted to link up and watch Bengals together out there, but. Uh, <laughs> he he's been out there. What do you guys think? What do you think about the Bengals this year? Do you think we're better or worse? Do you think we're going to win more or less? Far and away better. Way like I mean, far and away better. Yeah, you can't you can't spend. I hope ten, you're right. You can't spend ten draft picks where seven of them are in the trenches and not be improved. Well, you, you I don't know. We can't. I, I, mean, I also think that's the other thing that's frustrating. We've I, I, I think people are discounting also the fact that you know you they bring back you know Frank Pollock, who, you know, I just I listening to him talk and he's like, uh, I watched a lot of film and uh, I've seen some things that I want to I don't know adjust and change and maybe teach some techniques that weren't used. And it's like I mean like just blocking in general. Is that <laughs> something that we want to bolster. I, 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 I hope to God that you're right. And everybody is putting all of their chips all in on Frank Pollock, this Frank Pollock hire. When you go back in time when we had him before and like the PFF rankings are like 28th, you know, like, like we weren't good when we had him before, you know what I mean? Where it's like, I won't <laughs> call you I the truth for nothing. Be, <laughs> dude, the, I, I come with, I come, I'm trying to come with like at least some history here. It's like, yeah. he was our, he was our O-line coach in 2018 and we were trash. We were a good run blocking team. That's one thing that he, he like Mixon ate when with yeah. Frank Paul coaching. But, and I, and I really hope, I think that that honestly could unlock a little bit of it. You know what I mean? I think if if we we don't need to be a top half pass blocking team if we are uh if if we can commit to running and like just if Mixon is back to 100% we can just jam it down people's throats. It really I think will open up a lot. I'm just hoping that something goes right, you know. I because People dog on us for never drafting O linemen. It's like, dude, look at our track record. We've in the last ten years, we've used first round picks and second round picks on linemen, and they just have not worked out. Correct. Really, prices of your Abuehis and Jake Fishers, and it's like, dude, we've tried. We've we have tried. We also have let good guys go. You know, let, letting Wait, big wit go is like the biggest. Yeah. 
You still got to see him out there. Yeah. Love Big Wit. He's one of my favorite Bengals of all time. Um, Yeah, I'll I'll always root for him. There's certain guys I'll just always root for, like AJ Green. I hope he. I hope he has like a. He's not gonna, but I hope he has a resurgent year. And and like, I really hope that AJ Green comes out and is just stunting on people this year. You know, and that we're you know, I I really am rooting for him. I. Like Gio well, Bernard to the Tampa Bay. Oh, absolutely! I am. I would be thrilled to see Gio come out and tear it up. You know what I mean? Like I want the guys I like to do well. Like I hope Andy Dalton comes in and shuts up all these fields people. He's not gonna again. But it's like <laughs> I hope Andy comes in and just like runs away with the NFC North. I hope that he just out of nowhere. Is great, you know what I mean. I'm rooting for him because I like just him. one year. I'll always just root. one year. I read Here's somewhere the. He's not bad, you know. No, I was gonna say I read somewhere the other day that they said if Andy had the stats that are his, the back of his football card, in Chicago, he would be a top five quarterback for Chicago all time, all time. He he would be number one. Like he maybe Jay Cutler would have more yards and, and TDs than him or something. But like their 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 quarterback history is. Garbage. Trash. Like, if Andy could be even like 2012 Andy, where it's like, just don't throw 20 plus picks. I don't remember how many picks he had that year. It's probably bad. But I'm like, you know what I mean? Where I'm like, Andy, if you give him two seconds, he he makes good decisions. It's if he's under pressure, he's he'll fold like a deck of cards. He's, well, if you know what I mean, like, if you remember the year he broke his thumb. He was right. on. He was in an MVP conversation. That Silly. Was our, that was our year. That was our year, man. That was 2015. That was the year the Bengals, I think, came the closest to having like an actual contending team. Over the Chad mm. Carson Palmer, Chris Henry, TJ Hushmanzada year. That was mine. I, uh, the 05 Bengals. Yeah, the 05 Bengals would be the other one for sure. I think that's the other one, but I think I think healthy Andy 2015. I know Andy Andy playing that Pittsburgh game. We don't even play that Pittsburgh game if if Andy was healthy the whole season. We have a first round bye that year if Andy doesn't. And keep in mind that the Steelers were the team that took out Andy as well that same season. Yep. Oh yeah. I mean, we took them out too in terms of. You don't remember, like the the they went and played Denver the next game, and Antonio Brown was out because Vontez Perfect knocked his personality out of his brain, dude. Like the the he knocked defense, his soul out of him. <laughs> he, he took he knocked the soul out of that dude. Like he put a different personality. He was never the same dude mentally after that. Like, Speaking of knockouts, I, clip, I just saw a clip of him like playing football against Takashi Six Nine. Antonio Brown? Yes. No. What? There is a Dude, clip. He's they a were, wild man. They were like he he, he was better running not have against him in this in this indoor like football facility that was it looked had like graffiti sprayed on the walls and like just it's, it's just two pariahs being dudes. <laughs> just dudes being dudes. <laughs> so I mean I think though, like the 2005 defense, I don't remember a ton about. We had, who did we have? Do we we have Thurman? We had 
I don't remember. We had Ray Maluga yet. Should have no. been should have been Keith. I want to say it was Keith Rivers. Yep, Keith Rivers. We, no, I thought he was. He later. was knocked out. I he was later. Was it uh, was it Delta O'Neill and? It was Delta O'Neill, Odell Thurman, Landon Johnson, uh, Thurman, John Thornton, go. Robert Gathers, Corey James. Gathers uh, yeah, Corey James. Yeah. Uh, also, Kevin Casevaharn. Ooh, there's a name. There's there a is. throwback. He had one sack that year. Now, I I would I would throw out that the 2015 defense was just as big of a of a part of why they were so good that year yes. too. Like, I think Pat like Reggie Nelson led the league in interceptions that year. Like he was disgusting. He was just all over everywhere. Pick Ben off every Jones. Yeah. So speaking, many clutch Big Ben picks. Speaking of Pac Man, do you? What if that fight would have happened? Chad Johnson versus Pac-Man on the Floyd Mayweather, uh, Jake Paul card. Mm-hmm. That would yeah, Pac-Man been... would have killed him. Yeah, oh, Pac-Man for sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Sweet feet Chad would have been <laughs> like, gone, but yeah. Like, it's like, have you seen Pac-Man play football? Dude, He's he is berserk. He's no. crazy. Dude. I've seen That's, Pac-Man in a club. He'll hurt you. Yeah. He'll Chad, hurt, yeah. Ch- Chad would have trained on McDonald's and tried to tried to take his hat, and that would have been the end of it. Like I mean, it, well, it's I like mean, it's like that Pac-Man clip is, of him hitting. Pac-Man's a dog, <laughs> for sure. It's like the clip. I just I just see the clip of when when Chad tried to block Ray Lewis, and he oh. gets he gets laid out, and then he goes back to the sideline. And he's like, I tried to block Ray. Who was that? He just hit me. And they're like, they're like, what were you thinking? He's like, I don't know. I just, I turned around. He was right there. He just knocked my lights out. Help. That's my favorite mic up. Do you remember the, do you remember the game where they interviewed him after the game? They interviewed Ocho Cinco after the game. And he was like, he did not know where he was. Like he was totally concussed. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's that's like, if you ever need to prove it, that the NFL is like messed up, show that Somebody be like, this, this guy just got done playing a game and he does not know where he is and, and his eyes are bleeding. Dude. His <laughs> eyes are like swelling out of his skull and are fucking bleeding. Where you're like, yeah, the NFL is good. This is good. This we is should keep really doing this. What? <laughs> so I, I do mean, have. Yeah. Oh, there's oh, a oh, child. We got, a, we got a visitor. Get a baby. She likes to come in every once in a while to stop talking. <laughs> So I do want to talk to you a little bit more about some of your your career stuff uh, because while we have you here, but um, sure. who what what's your favorite skit that you were a part of? That I was a part of, <clears throat> probably I did one that I got that got cut for time that is on YouTube still that I was very proud of. That was one uh, where I got to. <clears throat> be like a best man at a wedding with jack white and i like basically the whole the whole bit was that i had banged john mulaney who was the host's the bride you know i clearly had fucked the bride and and then jack white was also part of a triple team with me oh so i just remember being like do you think jack white would do this sketch with us and they were like we'll ask him and they're like yeah he said he's down he's down to do it and i was like all right i saw it on youtube last night just getting to hang with jack Dude, getting to hang with Jack White was just really fun. Like, he's just the coolest man. I saw him in the Rock on Tours 
uh, at Riverfront in like 09 or something. And I just remember I re- I told him that. I was like, I saw you at the Record Tours in 09. And he was like, it was raining that night. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, it was. I feel like he's uh, yeah. like a crazy dude who remembers <laughs> that kind of stuff, though. Like, just I would not put it past him to actually remember that. Like a Garth Brooks. He definitely, dude, he made me look very cool in front of my friends. That Because, like, you could have, like, guests, <laughs> you know, at the after party and things. Nice. Which the after parties are not particularly fun fun it's pretty stuffy for the most part but um he definitely came over to my table at the after party and made me look very cool in front of my friends and they were like is this how it always is and i'm like i assure you it's not it's mostly mostly me i'm gonna grab another little baby wine but i can hear you if you i'll be back in like five seconds very good um i guess the next question i would have for you then uh if that was your your favorite like segment that you were part of um, who was your favorite guest that you had in the year that you were there? Um, just, I mean, obviously you went through a whole host of them. I think th- I saw you were in what, 21 episodes or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I was there for a whole season, definitely got to meet a lot of cool musicians and lots of, um, good hosts and things. I think some of my favorite hosts Typically, if you're like sketch, if you're in more of the show, which for me could be hard sometimes, you know, just a crowded cast, you know, but the more I was like in the show, the more you get to, yeah, exactly. Exactly. The more you get to kind of know the host. And so like, obviously the, the ones that I got like sketches into and the ones that I got to spend the most time with were like John Mulaney, loved John Mulaney. Um, He's having a real uh, dark time right now. Yeah, he is. Uh, I hope he's all right. I hope he's doing. I hope he comes out of it. He's 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 a good. He's a very nice guy, and he really liked the, some of the sketches that I worked on, and was really cool to me when he didn't need to be. Um, Donald Glover was really cool when I was there. He he really put wind in my sails when he you know didn't have to. Will Ferrell is one who like was really sweet to me and really cool. Um, just being a new guy there is hard. Uh, but he like, you know, I was in one sketch with him and I had like, I like beatboxed in, in this sketch and he came up to me after the rehearsal for it. And he was like, dude, like he just was very kind to me and was just telling me like, you're met, you're getting all the meat off the bone on this one. He's like, you're doing great. This is like, you're getting your moment here. And I'm like, oh. like he was just so nice to me. And, um, Charles Barkley hosted when I was there too. And I love, I'd love Sir Charles. So like, uh, he was hilarious to be on set with just like being around Charles Barkley was rad. That was really fun. That's awesome. He's fixed Uh, his golf swing. I, I don't, I hope he doesn't. I hope he stays with the, no, he fixed it. (laughs) He fixed it. And, uh, like he just played in a celebrity thing. And, uh, I believe it was, uh, Bo Jackson told me kiss him on the lips because he was uh, hitting the ball so well. In their foursome. Do you think the Bo Jackson curse is real on Cincinnati? Yes. Yep. <clears throat> I I agree. I think we've I think we've found it. Here's a better <laughs> here's a good question. So I'm not a big Bearcats guy. Like do you, you guys are all Bearcats over obviously you hate Xavier, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I respect that. I don't know anyone who's a Xavier fan. I feel like where is their fan base? I, everyone I know is UC. Everyone roots for UC. Do you uh, do you ever travel to the little town called Norwood? <laughs> I've taken the Norwood lateral here and there. 
But do you ever get off the Norwood lateral to to wander around in those parts? My grandma's from there. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. My Man. brother's a Xavier fan. You know? Now, the the question I was going to ask you guys is, is Bengals and Reds, which one do you think will win a championship in our lifetimes? Which one do you think has a better chance to actually win? That's that's a loaded question. I, I honestly it's, like it's as far as simple. No, no, because baseball compared to where it was in 1990 when the when the Reds won, you have so much more inflated money for the right. the big market teams now that it's just taken off to these different places to where it's very very difficult to actually field a team that can compete with some of these big market teams. In all fairness, yeah. that said, oh it's, yeah. It's extremely difficult for me to say that the Bengals will spend money wisely to I also know. be competitive. I know. Even I though there is a salary cap in football. But I, I don't know. I, I think I think Joe Burrow's the truth. Like I think Joe Burrow's the truth, dude. I should get rid of my my moniker and hand it to my boy Joe. I think the I, Bengals I think, he, I, I, I think the Bengals I, could fluke themselves into a Super Bowl win before the Reds could, right? Because I mean, the San Francisco 49ers did it. I mean, they didn't win, but they got at least got into the Super Bowl. So, The 49ers are a good organization. The 49ers have had consistent success. They beat the us have- twice in the Super Bowl. Yeah, but then they... The they, same guy. The, the, <laughs> right. the electricity went out, and then it just... it They did nothing after that. Like They were never good after the electricity went out. After the electricity went out, but in, my in the Super Bowl then... In my you know? opinion, yeah. So it's a hot take. But I'm just saying, like, I, no, I'm I'm with you. I appreciate the hot take. I think you're totally right. What you said about the Reds, though, where it's like, in order for a small market team to win a World Series, not like everything has to go right, yeah. and not only that, but everything for a team that's spending time ten times as much as you last year, the Rays versus the Dodgers, like they're spending one tenth. Of the money, right. how many times has the, how many times has the Rays been close in the past in the past decade? I feel like they've been there a, a good what five, six, seven times in the playoffs anyway. And then even if everything goes perfect, if everything goes exactly to plan, everything goes right, everything goes wrong for the big guys, then you have a one year window where <laughs> let's say the Reds. Their farm system is on fire. The rest of the central sucks. We cruise. We have a, like a 1990 wire to wire situation. We make it in. We get to the World Series. We sweep the Oakland A's in four. No problem. We win the World Series. Then guess what? What happened this year with Joe, uh, with, with Trevor Bauer is what happens to our team. You look at like the 2012-13 Royals where it's like, great team you rattle out you you do everything goes right you win it all and your team just gets vultured and picked apart by places that are willing to pay these guys you know what i mean like you, you, so you have gross to do everything for a one-year window in the mlb and it just sucks just it's like it feels very useless to root for them but i'm like okay i got nothing better to do you know it's a distraction it's supposed to be fun <laughs> it's, instead it's depressing and that's why we drink but, and that's why I do think that the Bengals do stand a better chance to like accidentally back ass their way into a Super Bowl win. Well, I mean, so you were you obviously have been 
active as of late, like interacting with, you know, Bengals Twitter. That's I think where I, where I caught on to you and, and where we in, ended up inviting you to the show. Um, but sure. what did you think about the, the whole new stripes launch and the way that they did it, bringing fans in prior to like, I, I feel like they're, they're trying to make strides even with the Blackburn family being very much ingrained with, you know, the, the Brown family. I feel like they're trying to do the right things. They just don't know what the template looks like to do the right things. Like, I think all intentions, like, and I understand that the road to hell is paved in good intentions, but you know, sure. it, it's, I think it's, they're doing the right thing. I think, I think you're right. I think like, what's her name? Elizabeth Blackburn. Yes. The young, youngest girl. She's the youngest one. She's, she's great. She's doing everything. She, she's saying everything you want your media outreach team person to say. It's like, I thought that the launch was great. I think they did a really good job. Like, having Ocho come in and be sitting in the throne. Like I thought that was smoking awesome. a cigar at that. I think the new jerseys look cool. I think they're like, I think they've done a lot of things, right? I think the ring of honor is like a no brainer that they should have done 20 years ago, but like, okay, it's done. Like, I think it's a good ad. These are good things. It's like, I, you know, I think, I think part of what stinks about, I think they're uh, listening. I think they're listening. I think I do think that part of the luck of the draw is I really genuinely do believe that the AFC North is just a brutal division to be in. You know what I mean? Just over over the last twenty years, like like if if I name on on like the the two best safeties I I've ever seen in my lifetime, it's Ed Reed and Troy Polamalu, both yeah. of whom played their entire careers against twice a year against the Bengals. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I do think that the competence of Pittsburgh and Baltimore, and now that the Browns are good, it's like, they had like, seven, they had seven first, like top five picks in a row. You were, you're bound to hit eventually. If eventually, yeah. Once you, once you have pick first overall and are in a top 10 pick for 20 straight years, you're bound to eventually accumulate some good players you know what I, like that, that's what the browns did and you know what i thought i would be more butthurt about the browns being good but i was like genuinely happy for a lot of my friends who are browns fans to see them beat the steelers in the playoffs i was like that's pretty funny that is pretty i'm like I'm after we embarrass them ever be happy oh don't dude that Ryan finley monday night football game <laughs> that's the best game in Four years. That's the most fun Bengals game in four years. Easy. The picture, the picture you know? of him like diving forward and just being smashed <laughs> on the bottom of the pile with this big smile <laughs> on his face. And you're like, ah, dude. That's our someone guy. on Twitter edited my face into it. I made like a joke on Twitter that the Bengals should draft me fifth overall, and he ed- and I was like, if you draft me, I will be the Ryan Finley of the team. Uh, I will. I am gonna play QB. I will be the third string QB, and if I'm in the game, it will be bad, but. And then someone edited my face as the in, into the thing, and I was like, "Dude, I love Bengals Twitter. is fun." I thought I thought you were gonna finish the story with, and now it's tattooed on my calf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now I have a full length back tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> but it but it does suck. It sucks that like we're in murderer's row. Like even we could do all, make a bunch of great moves and make a bunch of strides, and it's like, dude, we have to play. <clears throat> Lamar Jackson twice a yep. year. We're going to play a, a stacked Browns team twice a year. We're going to hopefully 
have one up on the Steelers, but I I can't even convince myself that that's true. Ben's got to be Peyton, Peyton Manning in De- I, in Denver at this point, I right? I don't know how Ben is going to walk I onto mean, a field. You can, I mean, you can say that, but the dude went eleven and zero. They started out the year eleven and zero last year, but you they also I mean? like, lost to Ryan Finley. They crumbled. Yes. Yeah, they, they did. crumbled and they and they lost to Ryan Finley, which don't get me wrong. Chef's kiss. Wing sauce yeah. looking good. Like <laughs> I was licking wing sauce the whole whole week, man. But like I the minute you start counting Big Ben out is the minute he like gets a ring. I just can't. I just want him to be gone. I yes. just want him to be gone. Yes. For sure. So but I, I don't know, man. I mean, as we're wrapping up, I think in six wins, I really do think six wins. In a 17 win season, you think it's only six? Yeah. Or 17, 17 game season, only, only six. Maybe seven, maybe seven. I think a seven and 10 would be a a realistic prediction. Yeah. I think, I think I got him in that seven to eight range, but I think it's going to depend on nine and eight because I am not. Being negative this year, Aaron. All right, you are the Jeffemist. I think I think that nine and eight is is possible. It's possible, you know. I I think we haven't seen the schedule yet. We don't know who the home games are versus the away games. We also don't know. We also don't know where we are on national television yet. So there there are some things to be said for all of those factors. As you know, I, I I think that Joe Burrow is is not Andy Dalton, and so if there is a you know, Sunday night, Monday night game. I think that the, the tides have turned maybe a little bit here as you see Joe Burrow step into the spotlight as opposed to Andy kind of being like, oh, shit, here we go again. Don't speak that into existence. Primetime Andy, RIP, man. <laughs> In Chicago, I am not excited to see primetime Andy. I feel bad oh, for dude. him. Once I, I remember going to that game in 2014, week, six, week 16, against Peyton Manning in the Broncos in the pouring rain, Monday night football. AJ Green is hurt on the first series. Uh, Jeremy Hill rattles off an 82 yard TD run. Like it was not a great night for Andy, but we still won a Monday night football, like with a trip to the playoffs. It was the last game we won that year, and it was the last game that the Broncos lost, and they won the Super Bowl that year. But it was like, I haven't heard too much about you actually being here to experience losing. <laughs> Everything that you keep saying, we're winning when you are present. <laughs> the greatest wins, the greatest wins hit list over here. We need you to come back. There's only like one hey, comedy I, hey, club. I talked, but... I talked about the Nugent. I talked watching Mike Nugent miss a bunch of extra points in person. That's a good uh, point. Yeah, I've seen them. Trust me, I've mostly seen them lose but there are a couple of pretty fun nights and i had a a denver friend come in like one of my comedy buddies from chicago drove down with me to cincinnati for that game and so he's i'm sitting with him and like it was the it was the drake kirkpatrick pick six to seal the game do you guys Mm. remember this game at all yeah 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 2014 yeah and i remember we made it the playoffs and like we're driving back to to chicago and it was the next day and i was like so man like we've had a little time to digest it like how you feel takeaways he's like that's the furthest i've ever driven to see my team lose and i said but how did you like skyline chili and he was like 
I'm not above it. That's all we can hope for. That's all we can hope for. So what's you your, what's your, you just admit? What's your skyline order? Uh, I usually like when I come back home and visit. I'll usually over order, and I'll tell you why. So I'll usually get a five way, and I'll get if I can get the habanero cheese on there. If I can get the what, what is it? What's the, it's regular? I think it's regular. The it's extreme regular cheese. Now. Yeah. yeah. Or if they got rid of the extreme cheese, if I can get the extreme cheese, give me the extreme cheese. I also want two conies, everything on it, a Cholito with sour cream that I will not eat while everything is hot. I'll get home, toss that bad boy in the fridge, allow it to congeal, let it really get into its final form, let it evolve into the Charizard, which is (laughs) the fully congealed Cholito brick. And then when it's nice and cold, you you unwrap that foil off later that night and you... You pop that thing down as a little midnight snack. You know what I mean? So, do you put spaghetti in your Cholito? This is a Jeff yes. Question. Yes. Nah. Nah. That, no. You got nah. to. Here's do the it thing. next time. It's I've a three way in a burrito. I've done it before. I've done it before, but bread on bread to me, I'm like, you're. I'm losing room for Starch. cheese and sour cream and meat and, and chili. You know what I mean? I'm like, that's I kinda, And that's what, And that's why you got to let it in the fridge. I think if it's hot. The, the spaghetti makes more sense because it doesn't all sit at the bottom like if you just yeah. get a normal one. But if you put it in the fridge and you allow it to kind of become a like, you know how cold pizza is a different food yes. than hot pizza? Like yes. It becomes yeah. its own different. That's how a cold Cholito becomes, where it's like it's its own delicious, gross brick of of Skyline and, and, and cheese and sour cream. Which That's, that's so what good. I should have done with the Coney's. I should have let them get cold and congeal. And then they would have gone down easier. Ed, uh, Ed ate. Ed ate, ate it, he, t- he tried to eat 12 cheese conies to have Sean Casey be on the show. Well, he, he made it to what? Eight and a puke? Nine. Eight and a puke. Nine, nine. nine and a puke. And, and Sean Casey did come on the show. So we had, we had the mayor. Thank you. But it, it, Thank you. It, it came at nine and a puke instead of the 12, and he I, laughed his ass off. I took one for the team. Dude. That's respect, though. Not that's like some Joey Chestnut level numbers, dude. Well, who I also saw do his thing in in Chicago. Cincinnati at oh. Oktoberfest. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, what, was, uh, what was he eating? Kraut was brat. Brats, yeah. Brats. Ooh, which is messed up, rough. dude. House like sixty five of them. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like he's like he's a monster. Those are rough. <laughs> oh. And they had a bunch of Cincinnati yokels doing it next to him. And I'm like, you guys are playing around. Watch this machine go. Watch him go. He's just. God. <laughs> just they, like, they like dip the whole thing in water. In water. So like the yeah. And the, uh, yeah, they dip oh. it in water so that so that it does so that it like. Doesn't work with cheese conies. Yeah, compacts um, better. Doesn't work with cheese conies. I wanted you to say get a balls. I, I wanted it to be get a balls. Oh. oh. I could put away some ghetto balls. We've seen you eat, Ed. I could put away. He bests out the fryer, dude. Yeah? Ghetto balls all day. Are you going regular, though, or are you going hot ghetto? No, regular. Whatever I can get. As long as it's clears, doesn't matter. You ever had vegetarian (laughs) ghetto? Vegetarian ghetto is horrible. That's not even real. It is. My mom's best friend makes her own getta, and she's like, I brought over some homemade getta. And I'm like, this is dog shit. Go give me that. (laughs) And if you're skimping on me, give me the Queen City (laughs) stuff. It's like, it's still okay, but I'm like, I want gleers. (laughs) This isn't gleers. So 
I want it. I want it wrapped from the store. Bring it in here so I slice it. I can just throw it right on. I don't want it made with love. <laughs> <laughs> so, are we the first pod this this asked you on? Uh, ever? No, no, from back from back home. Like maybe, maybe the first like Cincinnati exclusive. I'm trying to think. I feel like I'm gonna hurt someone's feelings because I feel like I might. I I feel like I do too many. Ooh. <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. No, but I don't think I've done. I don't think I've done like a Cincy sports one. I've definitely talked. To, like I've I've t- uh, I've hung out with the puppets plenty of times. So shout out to my my dudes. Um, uh, you know, you know, the, you know our puppet boys. Uh, Hudgy, Hudgy the Smudge, Electric Smudgy, uh, and Daddy O McDuck, dude. I, f- I feel so old right now. Yeah, I, I have no clue. About, yeah, they're the Bengals puppets, dude. They they have their own uh, show. They're they, they're rad, dude. Sorry, I spit when I speak. Shout out to it. Um, the podcast. <laughs> uh, they 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 are two puppets, and they are into the Bengals big time. Um, and one of them still thinks we should start AJ McCarron. Uh. <laughs> as, as a starter, you you may have trade him for McCarron. You may have just looked into who our next guest needs to be. <laughs> yeah, you, you got to hit up Daddy O McDuck and get get them on here and give their hot takes on how AJ McCarron is the is the answer. Only if they're drinking non-alcoholic, non. I'm not going to be drunk tomorrow. Wine. These guys follow so us. I'll tell you what. Yeah, they're good. They're great dudes. They follow us on uh, Twitter. DNH Sports. All right. DNH Sports. They're really good dudes. And they make really awesome highlight reels, too. Because I feel like nice. they don't do your standard, like, SoundCloud rappers. They put, like, um, classic, like, um, sports blooper type, like, 1970s video, like, uh, <laughs> orchestral <laughs> things, but for, like, current guys. And they do That's fantastic. Job. Yeah. They're fun. They're good dudes. They're big, big time Bengal guys. Well, we do want to let you out of here, unless anybody has any other questions. Ed, Jeff, I, ha- I had one question, but I just lost it uh, from my friend Mike from the. That's, uh, that's on brand for the. That is one hundred percent on brand. I'm, 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 I was talking. We know so it's I getting, could find it real quick. We know it's getting real late out there in in California, where it's going on eight o'clock. <laughs> almost eight o'clock which is when this city shuts down i found it <laughs> my buddy mike from craft Breed sports podcast he said uh he wanted to know what your favorite moment of someone breaking character on snl was Ooh. oh mm. man did jimmy fallon show up at any point because that's automatic that's an, yeah that's an automatic one i think my favorite one was probably when bill Hader hosted he had like a character where he was like a very old man and like a motorized like a rascal oh. scooter and he had like Cecily strong, like sitting on the rascal scooter and he like, it's, there was definitely a very fun moment of them. Yeah. Trying to get yeah. this rascal scooter <laughs> off and they were breaking pretty hard, which that was a pretty good one. I, I've did, seen this. Did you break character yeah. while you were, while you were filming? No, I did not have enough. Like, I feel like if I had broken character, it would have been just a bad look because I like needed to make, <laughs> Needed to be as professional as I possibly could with the little at bats that I had, you know. I'm like, yeah, dude. <clears throat> I'm the Alex Blandino of, uh, or I was the <laughs> Alex Blandino. I was like, I just got to make my, got to make my moments, you know. And they came few and far between. Find your holes, right? Find your holes, man. Find the gap. Find that gap. <laughs> 
Well, with that said, uh, we do want to let you go. Uh, anything that you want to get out before it is that time? Um, I mean, hit me up on the old Twitter. Uh, hit me up on the old Instagram. Hit me up on the old Spotify if you want to hear some goof tunes. Th- that would be my things. Luke Knoll on all of it. Guitar comic. There it is. The name of the album, right? Uh, guitar comic. Yep. There it is. Just want to make sure that got repeated because uh, Ed's audio. We we did get it the second go round though. But my audio is no, great. Sorry, I'm a producer. Okay. He's, he's a producer straight up, and he he can put down nine conies before his body physically would not allow him to do more. <laughs> Thank he you. Ate too, he ate too slow. That was the he whole did. problem. He ate too slow, and he was I like mean, downing Mountain Dew after I Mountain Dew. I feel I like he was. Like... I feel like he was cutting it with a knife and a fork. We lost connection at one point, and I had to fix it. Like, there was an audio issue, and it took me 15 minutes to fix it. You know what? You eat nine conies. What, 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 you do it. No, they were, they were straight from Skyline. And we gave the, uh, we gave the lady in the drive-thru a $100 tip. So We, we, did, we did raise some money. Uh, we, we had some donations. See that's that's the way to do it. Now, do you guys genuinely hate Gold Star, or do you like? I guess. If no one sees me. Like I will get Gold Star, no problem. If I'm at the if I'm at the Bengals Stadium, I'll eat a Gold Star yeah, cheese coney. Yeah, that's true. Because they don't have another option. That's true. I won't. I've, I've been there uh, because at that point I'm usually about mm, double digit beers deep. Yeah. So how do you have money oh. left over then to get a Gold Star coney oh, if you're double because digit I drank beers those- deep? At- I drank those outside the stadium, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. Drink in the parking lot. Dude, the Dodger getting a normal beer at Dodger Stadium was $17.50. That's like a normal tank of gas out there. Can't get Dude, gas now. Out here? Nah, yeah. Uh, maybe, yeah. Maybe in Cincinnati. Out here, yeah, you might you might get a quarter tank. Seriously. <laughs> like, it's messed up. LA is so expensive. Everything is like criminally expensive. That's crazy. It's messed up, dude. Every time I come back to Cincinnati and I go drinking, I'm like, I'm the world's richest man. <laughs> I was gonna I'll say, <laughs> I messed I up the no joke. Money, like, I messed up the joke. It was supposed to be a gallon of gas instead of tank. Of gas. I'm the worst. You got no, not at all, not fine. at all. It's more just again, just you. You gave me the chance to be pessimistic again, and that's just You're tagging what? it before we get out. It's, it's called an alley oop. That's how we do. You're, me, man. You're just lobbing it up for me to Anthony Davis in, dude. <laughs> That's how we do. Well, this has been another episode of Pardon the Punctuation. Luke, thank you so very much for joining us. Uh, we we did enjoy all of everything you had to offer because it was it was quite a bit to take in. Hey, I apologize for for dropping truth bombs, dude. For it's all good. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. glad. I'm glad I'm not the only one who dropped negative. I do love the Bengals and Reds. Yeah. It did happen to be more f bombs than than Ed's f bombs last week, so. My mama loved that, but uh, <laughs> sorry, Sandy. In my defense, you never told me I couldn't. Oh no, Boom. you you were oh, no, it's, you're good. It's no whole bar, really. Too. It's just Ed 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 was on one last week, and you know that's some my people defense get, too. Some people get it's into their own airspace. Defense, it's not it's not ever Ed's defense. He's okay. he's usually the most mild mannered out of all of us uh, when he when he talks. <laughs> hey, I'm here for it. I'm here for it, y'all. So. Thank you, Luke. Uh, For Ed, for Jeff, I am Aaron. This was another episode of Part of the Punctuation, and we're out. Bye.